Hello, this is Dr. Shantae and welcome to another episode of Whole and Complete Podcast. This is the podcast about faith and wellness, loving God, living well. And I am supposed to have a guest for today, but my guest had to postpone. (laughs) And so I'm going to do something today that I rarely do to close out this series. And I am going to freestyle it. And I believe that all things happen for a reason. So by the time you hear this episode, we will have some semblance of an idea of who the next president of our country is going to be in the United States. And there's a fair amount of anxiety. There's a fair amount of interest. I have had listeners from across the pond out in UK saying, I'm praying for (laughs) y'all, which I appreciate. I completely appreciate that. And if you're hearing this, you might be thinking, well, Dr. Shantae, you sound awfully chipper considering what is at stake. And you're right. I am in a fabulous mood at the moment because I woke up this morning and against my usual better judgment, you know, how you just kind of look at them in the mirror and you just kind of like tell that something is different. But I hopped on the scale and normally I would not do this, especially on election day, because I'm like, oh, Lord, I don't want to start the day out bad and then, you know, end up with bad news. But something told me to just get on there. And if you have been following me on social media, you know that I have been working out consistently. Like I have really been on this health and and wellness journey. Physical fitness is certainly a part of that. And I am finally, after six months of like literal just consistent work, because if I look at my Apple Watch, it says I have not missed a workout in 142 days. So if you're doing the math, that's like all the way back to like the first or second week of June. I have literally worked out every single day since the middle of June. And before that, I was working out, but obviously just not as much. And after all of that work, I am finally out of the 200s. Yes, Jesus loves me. (laughs) I am so happy about that. And I, I cannot tell you what that means to me because I have been fighting that battle. I've been trying to get to that milestone for four years, like literally since 2016, since the last time we had an election year, I have been struggling up and down, back and forth, you know, just this weight struggle. And so to get on that scale this morning and see a one at the front of the total, I was like, look at God blessing me. And God, you know, the Bible says that through him, we live and move and have our being. And because of that, I have taken this time during this COVID, during this pandemic, during this time where I am working from home, and I have invested that time in myself. And there have been moments where I have kind of beat myself up because you know how Facebook pops up with four years ago, you were doing this and five years ago, you were doing that. And three years ago, it was this. And every October, so for those of you who have been following following me from the way back in the branding for believers or believing bigger days, you know that October was like usually my branding conference month, you know, DYOB. And there was so much activity in October. And so when I look at what I've been doing lately, and I haven't been doing any of those things, you know, you kind of get that twinge of, dang, you know, have I fallen off? Have I, am I not, you know, have I peaked and all of that? And the answer to that is no, I have not. Because when I look at those pictures, what I see is public success 
private mess. I'm going to repeat that. When I look at those pictures, when I was at the pinnacle, quote unquote, of my endeavors, what I see is public success, private mess, marriage falling apart, finances, waistline expanding, just so much stress and the hustle and the grind. And I wasn't in therapy at that point. And so just letting it build and build and build and build and build until eventually, as I say so many times on this podcast, when you don't deal with your issues, your issues deal with you. And it took me back to one of the best books I have ever read. And I know I shared this extensively on uh, the previous podcast, Believe in Bigger, but I will share it with you. And it is called The One Thing. The One Thing changed my life. It gave me permission to literally focus on one thing at a time. And for the first time in a long time, I am that one thing and I'm okay with that. I am that one thing. And what that means is, is that I'm not doing as much output with business. I'm not doing as much output with content. I'm not doing that much output with newsletters and and all of those things. And it's not to say that those things are not important, but what that book taught me was that the word priority literally means prior to, before the other things. This is the thing that happens prior to all the other things. And for so long, I was not the priority. I was the thing that happened in the back of other things. And that lifestyle did not agree with me. And I literally, in terms of just getting back into the normal groove of things, I have more trepidation about getting back to quote unquote normal than I do right now because normal was not working for me. And so as I sit here uh, on election day, having cast my vote, and I hope that you did too, I hope that I hope to God that you did not sit this one out. As I take a moment to reflect, let me tell you something. Despite the incumbent of the White House, guess what? Bills are paid, edges laid, sucker free, doing me, living my life, my best life, pursuing things that I had put on the back burner for ages and ages. And I'm okay. I'm actually more than okay. The most frustrating part of all of this is the hateful rhetoric because that environment mentally and psychologically is so toxic. And that's what I'm looking forward to moving past. But in terms of that person being in the White House, causing a dent or a detriment to my life, I'm covered by the blood of Jesus. End of story. And it's not to say that people who have not been covered by the blood of Jesus have not experienced loss. So I certainly don't want to trivialize or churchify all of the tragedies and the traumas that have happened ever since that person took office. But at the end of the day, I have been able to look back over the trajectory of these past four years and see God's hand on my life and see where God has given me opportunities to get myself together. Because regardless of who's in the White House, you don't live with the person in the White House. You live with yourself. That's the person that you have to live with every day. That's the person that you have to face every day. That's the person that you have stewardship over. That's the person that you have control over. 
And so worrying about things that are beyond your control, worrying about things that are beyond your scope of influence, I would encourage you to redirect that energy and reinvest that time into yourself. If you are feeling anxiety about how things are are going or you're thinking about leaving the country, here's something I would like to share with you. Second Corinthians, starting with the 12th chapter and about the B part of the seventh verse. And this is coming from the New Revised Standard Version. And it says this, to keep me from being too happy, a thorn was given to me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me, to keep me from being too happy. Some versions say elated. Verse eight says, three times I appealed to the Lord about this, that it would leave me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. So I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may dwell within me. Therefore, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities for the sake of Christ. For whenever I am weak, then I am strong. And I share that with you because if you read the Bible through, this is where God does his best work. God does his best work in adversity. God does his best work when we are at a disadvantage. God does his best work when it looks like the the deck is stacked or when the chips are stacked against us. This is when God does his best work. And if you have been a believer for any amount of time, you have seen God work in, your, in the middle of your situation, God may not have changed the situation. God may not have just waved a magic wand and COVID magically went away. But I've spoken to so many people who throughout this pandemic have saved money, whose credit scores have gone up, who have bought houses, who have lost weight, who have had more peace, more joy, more contentment in the midst of this pandemic than they did when everything was quote unquote, normal. Do not underestimate God's ability to move in difficult situations. I want to take you to the book of John chapter 14. Uh, and this is where Jesus is about to go off the scene and he's trying to comfort his disciples. And if you go to that chapter and you scroll down to about, oh, verse 25, 26, actually, no, 27. He says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. You heard me say I am going away and I am coming back to you. If you love me, you would be glad that I am going to the father for the father is greater than I. I have told you now before it happens so that when it does happen, you will believe. I will not say much more to you for the prince of this world is coming. He has no hold over me, but he comes so that the world may learn that I love the father and do exactly what my father has commanded me. The prince of this world, that's the enemy. This is one of the reasons why I I often advocate for believers. Don't get comfortable here. God has allowed the enemy to have rule here. So why are things chaotic? Why are people full of hate? Why are people so hard hearted? And the Bible says that the love of many will wax cold. Why is seeming like this impenetrable wall of just hate 
happening right now because the prince of the of this world has dominion right now of this realm has dominion right now but jesus said he doesn't have any control over me and that's the shout right there whatever the enemy is doing whatever satan is doing what in whatever way that you are played jesus said he does not have control over me in fact he has to ask permission from me from the father to do anything to you. So nothing that is happening to you is anything that the father has not allowed and has already made provision for. So do not allow your hearts to be troubled. One of the beauties of being a believer is the gift of the Holy Spirit. Jesus says, it is a good thing that I'm going away. It's a good thing that I'm going back to heaven because if I don't go back to heaven, then the comforter will not come to you. The advocate will not come for you. And so when Jesus went away, the gift of the Holy Spirit for every single believer is that when we feel downtrodden, when we feel discouraged, when we start to to give way to worry and to doubt, the Holy Spirit then comes along and reminds us who God is. The Holy Spirit then comes along and reminds us who we are in Christ. The Holy Spirit comes along and reminds us of the scriptures that say, fear not, I have overcome the world. So spoiler alert, regardless of what happens in this election, Jesus has overcome the world. And I know that that seems little comfort for people who who are like, yeah, eventually, but what about right now? Well, right now you have the comforter. Right now you have the power of the Holy Spirit. Right now you have the protection of the Lord. Right now you have a God that works best when things seem like they are at their worst. And so what I can say to you in the midst of this time of uncertainty is to trust God. You know, one of the things we've been talking about, well, all throughout this series is living a whole and complete life. And so, you know, we talked about the the diagram and what that looks like. And then we talked about, the notion of failure, which is the other piece of that and the other side of that coin. But another part of living a whole and complete life is learning to deal with and work through disappointments. And that's okay. We're going to be all right. In the words of Kendrick Lamar, but if God got us, then we gonna be all right. Okay, we gonna be all right. In 2016, I was very much discouraged and I had every right to be. Everything that we thought about the current incumbent of the White House was spot on, okay? He proved to be every despicable thing that everybody thought that he was, and then some. But at the same time, hasn't God been all that he said he was, and then some? Hasn't God continued to provide? Hasn't God continued to comfort? Hasn't God continued to strengthen? Hasn't God continued to make a way out of no way? A dollar out of 15 cent? Hasn't God continued to sustain? Hasn't God continued to take situations that you thought were hopeless and breathe new life into them? Hasn't God continued to be faithful in the midst of what seems like Babylon and and captivity and bondage? Hasn't God continued to show up? Yes, he has. And I know it just seems completely beyond the scope or realm of possibility, like, oh my gosh, but four more years, just the psychological toll and the mental toll and and all of that. Here's what I will say. Back in 2016, at least we didn't quite know what to expect, but I will say that this go round, if you are hearing this and that person happens to win, then at least we know what to expect and we know how to pivot and we also know how to fight. What did I tell you in two episodes ago? You cannot fight spiritual battles with earthly weapons. We have power 
to bring down strongholds. And so if these events have not increased and enhanced and intensified your prayer life, I don't know what, (laughs) I don't know what else will. I don't know what else will. And so those weapons are what we need to be activating in the midst of all of this turmoil. And even if he loses, so even if he loses the election, the seeds of hatred that he has sown throughout this country are not just going to go away. They're just not going to dissolve and people are not just going to give up like, oh, well, you know, we tried it. We had a good run. Oh, no. People have been emboldened. They've been empowered. And it's going to take time for that hatred to dissolve. But in the midst of that, I encourage you to focus on your healing. If you're listening to this and Biden-Harris won the election, all the hurt, all the relationships that have been broken and shattered and the things that have been exposed and revealed over these past four years is going to take time to heal. People are going to need time to recover. And I encourage you to focus your energies on that. Focus on your healing, on your recovery. I encourage you to get back into the word if you're not already in the word and be reminded of who God is, what he's capable of. And then look at your history and look at all the moments that God has shown up for you and continue to be and do who he says that he is. God is not slack concerning his promises. He is never surprised and it may not show up. The blessing, the the breakthrough, the whatever may not show up when we think it should, but it does show up when it's due. Okay. Not on a deadline, but on a due date. And there is nothing happening in this world, in this country, in the white house that can stop or thwart or block whatever it is that God has intended for you and for your life, nothing and nobody. So I want to leave you with that. I want you to be encouraged. And I also, you know, circling back to my original joy at the beginning of this episode, I can tell you this, many of you can relate to struggles with weight and you can relate to trying so many things over the years Slim Fash, Jenny Craig, Nutra this, you know, Atkins that just always some something, you know, that's out there that says you can do this quick, fast and in a hurry. And you know what? I'll be honest with you. So at this point, I've lost over 30 pounds and it didn't happen quick, fast and in a hurry. It wasn't. Oh, my gosh. I dropped 40 pounds in 40 minutes. No, it didn't happen like that. It was what I say all the time, it was day by day choosing to prioritize myself and my health. It was day by day choosing to continue swinging the ax. Were there days where I stepped on that scale extremely frustrated because I know I worked my behind off and it seemed like there was no evidence of success or progress? You betcha. Absolutely. But I told myself, this is not a sprint. It's a marathon. And so you just keep going. One of the things that I remember from my mother's battle with pulmonary fibrosis. So for those of you who don't know uh, the backstory, my mother had a double lung transplant uh, last year. She never, you know, was a smoker, but for whatever reason, she had idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis, which meant that her lungs over a period of time just continued to deteriorate and turn into a dry sponge they would no longer expand and contract the way that ours do and 
after that surgery and some subsequent complications, she was in the hospital almost four months. And during that time, her muscles had atrophied. And so she had to learn how to walk again. She had to learn how to feed herself again. She had to learn how to do so many of the basic things that we take for granted. And I remember the doctors telling us when they would bring, you know, like the little ball for her to squeeze or little bands for her to stretch, you know, to try to build muscle. He said, every little bit helps. He said, it all helps. Eventually, it will all accumulate and it will move her closer to rehabilitation. And I told myself that I said, it all helps. Every little bit helps. Every step that I take forward in this process is going to move me closer to my goal. And it may not show up on the scale and it may not show up on the tape measure. It may not show up in the jeans, but it's going to show up because I know that what I'm doing is going to produce fruit. It's going to bear fruit. And so in the midst of this pandemic, in the midst of this crazy election season, in the midst of all this hatred and, and hate mongering that's going on in the world, I want you to continue to keep swinging the axe. Do not abandon your calling. Do not abandon your purpose. Do not abandon your assignment because everything that you do that moves closer to that goal helps. Every inch that you take, whether it's an inch today and five tomorrow or an inch today and three next week. Everything that you do is moving you closer to where God wants you to be. And so don't give up on that. Don't tap out on that. Don't walk out on that just because things look dismal, because things don't look hopeful. It doesn't look like things are, are turning around in the time frame that you thought that they would turn around. Um, it took jinkies six, seven months to get here. And while I was hoping that it would be way sooner than that, I'm here. I am here and I'm going to keep going. And I'm no longer worried about, oh my goodness, did I go over carbs or oh my goodness, did I not eat enough protein? And oh my goodness, no, just get up and keep swinging the ax. And so regardless of the outcome of this election, Keep swinging the axe. Keep your eyes on the prize. No matter who is in the White House, God is on the throne and he has never left. All right. All right. So we are getting into a brand new series next week. So this ends our uh, Living a Whole and Complete Life series. We are getting into a brand new series next week, the Confidence Series. Oh, it's going to be a good one. And I cannot wait to share it with you. So if you have any questions, comments, takeaways, hit me up at Dr. Shante Says, and I will see you next time.